All right, welcome into the Pickin' Pod. It's December 17th. A lot of great basketball, guys. It's been been fun to start the year. I'm Kevin Kelly. I'm joined by Christian O'Hara over here. Christian, how are you doing today? Great to be here, Kevin. My Pickin' Pod debut, actually. It is Hard your Pickin' Pod debut. Hard to believe. I know it is. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Uh, I'm, I'm excited. I hope there are many more to come, Absolutely. Man. And David Ballack, am I right? How you doing? Yeah, good to be here. Almost done with finals. Ready to go home. Oh, but oh, talk man. some basketball right now. Yeah, yeah, basketball. yeah Tyler Fierre just got here, too. Both of us had some traffic problems today. He's behind the glass for us. Guys, let's jump right into the Knicks. And yeah. uh, I, I don't think you can start anywhere but Kristaps Porzingis. No. Seven blocks last night. Just put on an absolute clinic. And even though he wasn't shooting well, he still makes such an impact on the defensive end. And, I mean, he was blocking. It's not like he's blocking mediocre players. It's Towns, Towns Wiggins. Wiggins you it's, know? These are huge. Look, I just there's no ceiling. I just, the oh, six man. god is here to stay. Yeah. <laughs> um, so like when you when when you take it into consideration how bad the Knicks were last year, and then you get a guy who everybody booed on draft day. He's like, I'm going to turn those boos to cheers. Yeah. And then you talk about how they reloaded the roster with a Flalo. You know that you got guys there that are actual NBA players. It's exciting right. to see. Flalo drops 29 last night. Right. Like, he, exactly. had, he comes out. It feels like every once in a while he comes out with just a humongous game. And you know what? He's a good piece for that team. You know, yeah. he's right. a good fit for that system. Carmelo Anthony up and down this year, but, you know, he's starting to pick it up as of yep, late. better night last year. Um, right, exactly. So I think that, you know, and there was one sequence there where they moved the ball the Knicks so beautifully to set up a Calderon three that I was just like, wow, this would never happen last year. I know. You, know, you got Alexei Shved throwing the ball up last year <laughs> in Detroit. Yep. Um, but, you know, a completely a night and day turnaround, completely different team from last year to this year. And I think, look, if you're the Knicks and, and their fans, 7-8 seed is not out of the realm of possibilities. Yeah. Well, would you say that's the ceiling? Because I'm looking at the standings yes, right now. That's the I think oh, yeah. I think that's absolutely the ceiling. Right. You, you look, this is it's crazy because right now, if the play if it was the season were to end today, the playoffs would include a bunch of Eastern Conference teams right. that are over 500. Everybody's yeah. over 500, and there are two that are actually uh, above 500 and not in the playoffs. And we're seeing in the West there are a couple teams. Denver's in at 11 and 14 if it ended today. Well, I don't know if it's going to stay like that, but for the Knicks, it makes it a lot more difficult this year. I mean, there's no yeah. reason to think that it won't stay like right. that. I think when you look at the teams, like, it's deep. The top teams aren't quite what they were or what they yeah. are in the West right now. But, yeah. I mean, looking down, at all these teams have players that I think can carry their teams to the playoffs and do well enough. So it's going to be tough for the Knicks, but, like, they're having fun and they're enjoying it. Porzingis saying that nobody's closer than him and Melo. They're, like, best buds all of a That's sudden now. Hilarious. Yeah, yeah, so it's fun to see. Go Knicks. I yeah. think that, you know, you'll start to see in terms of the playoff seeding, it'll play out kind of like we have about 60-plus games to go here. I think you'll start to see it play out similar to last year where the Western Conference teams kind of go on a run here and the Eastern Conference teams kind of regress. There's And, and especially I think that's going to that's gonna come into play when they have interconference play. Yeah. I think the, the West teams are so much better that they'll probably just beat up on the Eastern Conference and then you'll start to see teams kind of move up and down. But um, we'll get into this later in the show. I think that the top Western teams – um, should be the favorites going into the finals. Oh, and I know yeah. that, you know, the Cavs with Kyrie Irving, you know, maybe you could say that, oh, they're going to get through the East, they're going to sweep um, their opponents, and, and they're going to be healthier, and, and they're not going to have as tough a road. But look, you know, looking to the West, man, Golden State and San Antonio, they're just here year after year. They it's are. crazy. Yeah, it, I'm it's, a, go, ahead. go ahead. No, you. Yeah. Well, it's true, but, like, I still think for the East, like, the West is dominant. But for the East, I don't think it's going to be like last year where you get in under 500. I think you're going to need to be 500 or above to get in this yeah. year. Yeah, we're looking. Detroit right now is the eight seed at fifteen and twelve, and Detroit's a very solid team. They you got are. Drummond playing well. Even I mean, the Hawks and Celtics aren't even in, and, and those teams are yeah. legit. Yeah, I mean, the Celtics. I think the, the Celtics will find a way team. to get in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I do too. I think Brad Stevens is really showing what he can do as a coach right now. I'm mean, not to, not to jump around too Butler. much, but yeah, he I was great him. at Butler. I think he's really figuring out the NBA level. Yeah. And, uh, 
Boston, they just compete every night. They do. I mean, even last night, very close in Detroit, it took a huge night out of Contavious Caldwell-Pope for them to for Detroit to get the win. And I don't know, I, I, I like the Celtics team. I agree 100%, Kevin. And they're set up, Danny Ainge has them set up for the next few years. Yep. They have the draft picks coming in. And in the NBA, it's, it's, it's not like the NFL where you need to kind of invest in that draft pick and kind of develop him. Of course you do that in the NBA, but... You can use it as trade bait. Yeah. You can trade it for a superstar. Maybe rumblings of Demarcus yeah. Cousins. Yeah, I was just know? about to say so, that. I know David has some thoughts on that. <laughs> well, I mean, I was, and we're going to be talking more about Boogie later in the show. <laughs> but the Celtics, and I said it last time, I I think they're the top target for Boogie Cousins. I think yeah. they have they can put together the best offer because if you're if you're the Kings right now, you I think you want picks. Like the NBA, it's tough to. It's not like baseball. Or even right. football a little bit, where like you guys, you have prospects, and you're like, oh, these guys are going to get better and improve over time. Right. Like basketball, you can usually tell pretty early on that they're going to be a right. star. Yeah. So if you're the Kings, you want picks, and nobody has more picks than the Celtics right now. I'm going to throw out an absurdity right now that probably will never happen, but I'm just going to mention that Kevin Durant's favorite player growing up was Larry Bird. Kevin Durant wow. is a free okay. agent this year. <laughs> Wow! Wow! I've, Have you heard any rumblings, or is this like just? <laughs> this a, is so, just my idea. I, I like it. You know, and 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 maybe it depends on a lot of things. Yeah, but if you can get Boogie Cousins there, it makes it a lot more attractive for sure. They, I mean, they have everything. How crazy would it Let's never cross my mind? Right? Celtics, never cross my mind. Celtics, Cavs, Durant, LeBron. How crazy would that be? That I mean, just insanity. Uh, the the thing about the Celtics is, yeah, the Isaiah Thomas. Right. That's the one that the. the uh, Tyler just said, I don't know about Isaiah Thomas because I can't figure out what relationship he and Boogie had when they were in Sacramento because he ends up going to Phoenix the right. year after, and it was a very reasonable deal. Sacramento easily could have matched. I think if they thought that Boogie wanted Isaiah Thomas to stay, he would they would have kept him. But what Boston did is they just traded for a great player right. in that trade. And yeah, Thomas has killed it. Thomas time has just in, been in amazing. Green. Yeah, yeah, he really has. Um, he's really stepped it up. Marcus Smart's out, so he's re- he's starting most of the time. Right. And he's just putting up huge numbers. And I think everybody on the team loves playing with him. He's really good friends with Avery Bradley. Yeah, absolutely. Look, th- this team has a lot of good players, and they're set up well for the future. Yeah. And I think that you're always going to – the Celtics are the Celtics. They're one of the premier franchises in the NBA. But they're set up very well here yeah. to make a run here. Even James Young, he's really right. starting to exactly. turn on you know, too. They have Everybody, a, a yeah. good core, yeah. and I oh, think that's sure. what you need. You know, And, and look, th- that mold in the NBA wins games. It doesn't necessarily win championships, but you need a superstar to win championships. Right. Yeah. So they need to get a superstar like a Boogie or a KD. Like, yeah. I think they'll be you know, quiet, but I think they'll work on Kevin Durant. Yeah, it's, it's always tough because they're not one of the huge draws in free agency. Right, not, I right. mean, it's a, it's a bigger market, but it's not like a New York or an L.A. Right, so that's exactly. all you really hear about right. with Durant. It's like, so, oh, yeah, L.A. is really LA, yeah. yeah. Look, I mean, look, if he really admires Larry Bird that much and he wants to cement his legacy winning in a Boston Celtic uniform, that would be unreal. Yeah, that would be huge. And Yeah, <laughs> yeah so uh, <laughs> let's, let's shift over to a Eastern Conference team. Right across town, that's not doing as well, and that's the Brooklyn Nets. They're at seven and eighteen. They lost a real tough one last night uh, in Miami. David, I know you have a couple of thoughts about that loss that you really are, you know. Yeah, to get yeah. Out. So I, I was at the Nets game last night and covering the Nets for FUV. The net, the Nets have been interesting because they've actually, when you look at the scores, they've been in a lot of, if not most of the games. I was at their game against the Clippers on Saturday. They lose that one by five. They lose to the Heat last night by six. But what happened down the stretch? is the Nets are in this game the whole game. They're down. Like I don't think they had a lead since the first quarter, but they get within four. And then with 30 seconds, they're down five. Right. The Heat have the ball. 
If the Heat have the ball with 30 seconds and you're down five, what do you do, Christian? You foul. You foul. Yeah. yeah. So they didn't foul. Oh, my God. They, they fouled like five or ten seconds left, right. and then the game's over. Right. It's not like they don't have a chance. a bunch of young guys. No, no, no. These, these are guys that have been in the league. These guys, no. So after the game, we're, we're in the press conference room. We're talking to Lionel Holland, and we're like, Lionel, like, what happened? Right. And Lionel Holland's like, I don't know, guys. We were telling them, we told them to foul. At one point, I got caught looking elsewhere, and then everybody all of a sudden was looking at me, but they knew they were supposed to foul. And we're like, okay, a few well, questions yeah, here. Right. Why are you looking elsewhere? elsewhere during the yeah. most Why yeah. are you surprised that people are looking at you when you're the head coach in an important situation at the end of the game? Oh, man. And then we go to the players after the game in the locker room. We, I think five different players were asked, did you know you were supposed to foul? All of them said no. When reporters watch back the video, there is no sign of Lionel Holland signaling the foul. You know what, David? You bring up great points, and if you're the head coach, that's inexcusable it for is. Lionel Holland. But you are a professional basketball player. <laughs> so Jared Jack did say that. Jared right. Jack said, we have to know better anyways. But still, it starts with the coach. Right, 100%. Staff. Look, I agree. You have to put your players in the best situations to yeah. win. Yeah. Are you insane? Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> Do you not, like, you've never played basketball in that type of situation ever. You've been playing basketball your entire, of games. thousands of minutes, thousands yeah. of games, and they've never yeah. been in that situation. Oh, we didn't know we were supposed to foul. That's inexcusable. Yeah. yeah. Bogdanovich was the guy on the ball. I mean, I don't know what to say about his basketball knowledge. He's a, sh- he's a shooter. Not necessarily yeah. like that. That's kind of what he does. But Kevin, you, am I wrong? You got to know. No, no you yeah. got to yeah. know better. You have to know like, better. Yeah. But I still think that if you're Lionel Hollins, if... If if they're not fouling five right. seconds right. into that shot clock, you got to be screaming right. foul, up and foul. down, I like agree. Look, going it, nuts, total, and he doesn't. Total dysfunction. I mean, you yep. just saw Prokhorov bought the team the other day. Yep. Yeah, for um, the full. He control. wants the full control to sell it. That yep. and Barclays, um, right? Yeah. And so, um, hey, good for him. He's going to make some money. Yeah. But, you know, <laughs> right. But the way the team's doing, maybe not. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's it's. Um, it's going to be. I've been a Nets fan since you know Jay Kidd and Kerry Kittles and Kenyon Martin. It's just it's sad to kind of see the way that the franchise has fluctuated up and yeah. down. I covered them last year, um, like you do this year, David. And it's just you never got that vibe that everybody was excited to be there. It just, I know it, yeah. they kind of just go through the motions, if yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah, I'm with you, and I so I agree with everything you guys are saying. I think my biggest problem with that is David. What you were saying. Lionel Hollins comes out, and he's pointing fingers at his players. That's not what you're supposed to do as a coach. That's a huge sign of dysfunction. I mean, aside from the actual gameplay. You just can't do that. You're not going to gain. That's what starts spurring players-only meetings, right, and then we start right. hearing in a couple of weeks that he might lose his job. No, it's true. And then the other confusing part to me was when we talked to the players about it after the game in the locker room, when it was brought up, they didn't even really know the situation that we were talking about. It clearly wasn't something Lionel Hollins addressed to them after the game as a point of emphasis. Yeah. And the Nets have not been closing out games. Like I mentioned before, they're losing all these games by five, four, six, seven points. These are important situations that you have to close out. Honestly, I think Holland has to go. It's a, it's a he's, team he's that doesn't go. have the talent to overcome the, the mistakes they're making. Yeah, you know, it, it just that's, it, yeah, that's they they that's don't close. have the the guy. And Joe Johnson is is, is a star in his own right, mm-hmm. but he's not the same. No, so not at all. you know, they just don't have the talent. But bottom yeah. line. The, the talent's better than what they are right now. Right, agreed. Look, Brooke Lopez, Joe Johnson, Thad Young, and Jared Jack has cemented himself in this league as a starting point no, guard absolutely. with his play this year. Absolutely, it's not they, they're not a playoff team. I agree, right. but they're better than they they're are better right than now. What they, and they, they what should they should be right. stealing a few of these wins. And they're not. And, and I think that comes down to Lionel Hollins. You know, it's 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 it depends on you know, are you 
putting yourself in the best situation to win basketball games, despite the lack of talent or some talent they have. I just don't think they're doing it. And you can't overcome those mistakes when you don't have a guy like a LeBron James or a Steph Curry yeah. to erase those mistakes. I, I mean, you look at it, and they're just they're this pick that they're going to give Boston is going to be really juicy. We go back. I mean, I don't want mean to take make this a Billy King. Billy King ruined the Nets. Well, yeah, we, we went on a last well, time. You know, right. Yeah, we went on a last yeah. time. But it's just. I, I don't even understand. All they need to be like they have to win games right now. Right. And Boston is sitting it. there like rooting yeah. against the Nets every, <laughs> every time they take life. the floor. Yeah. And they got four times to play them during the year that they're just gonna absolutely. Oh, they're gonna wreck destroy them. them. Yeah. Absolutely. So oh, for the Nets. And right now they're sitting so they're the tied for the fourth worst team in the or third worst team in the league. Right. And they lose Rondé Hallis Jefferson, a guy we just talked about a couple weeks ago, who's Stop. such a bright spot. I know. I mean, look, I thought he was going to be a tremendous upside. Yeah, and it just it's unfortunate. It really is, and hopefully they'll get him back, and he'll be able to, you know, have a good rehab. I mean, it's tough when you get that surgery before the surgery. They didn't know how long it was going to be. I believe it's six to eight weeks now that they're yeah, saying. It, yeah, it shouldn't be that long. Another guy, Shane Larkin, who's been playing really well yeah, for them, right. gets a concussion the other day in practice, and now he's out for however long. In yeah. the NBA, concussions are always tough. They're not something that they're. Know that he's much. probably day to day, maybe about right. a week. But, no, you know, yeah. they just, had him down yeah. as like a couple of weeks, really. Kind of, yeah. Wow. Like, I mean, concussion you have protocol, to go. The yeah. NBA has a pretty strict protocol where you have to go through it, like you have to be cleared after like a week or so. Like, I mean, if yeah, depend yeah. on the timetable. If you're and then after yeah. that, yeah. you get cleared again. It's weird. Right. Yeah, yeah. So plenty of adversity, but we're not talking about guys who don't haven't been through this before. Right. That's go. It all goes back to that. It's a bunch of guys who are veterans. Right. Dude, I mean, they should, especially. Oh man, they should know better. It's, they it's tough. I agreed. I, I, I totally agree with you. It's tough. Yeah, it almost doesn't doesn't matter who the coach is if you're if you're just playing like that. I don't know. We'll but see. I, I think you got to get somebody who I, I who do. Gets I agree. The guys to want to play. I don't know it, if they'll fire him though because they owe him a lot of money still. I, and I mean, who are you going to get? Who, who, yeah, get? who, who wants the, to come to Brooklyn? Brooklyn? Mark Jackson. Yeah. Does he want to Stephen A. Smith went on a rant a couple weeks ago about Mark Jackson and how he deserves a look because of what he did with the Warriors. And while Stephen A. Smith. A noise of a jeebus out of me. <laughs> no, I agree with you. But yeah, yeah. he had a point because he did put together that Warriors team, and the yeah. next year they win the championship. Right. He, he's an energizer guy. I think he's a guy that guys love to play for. You see that in Steph Curry and Draymond Green. That's just what I think. Yeah, I don't know if Lionel Hollins is the guy for the point in time they're at right now. I just don't. I don't see it. I, I don't think he's a bad coach. I think he could do right. nice things. Yeah, I think we could see him in another job. It. Yeah. Maybe it's a different style of basketball nowadays. Yeah, too. Like he he preaches yeah. a lot of old school basketball. Exactly. That's one just, of the big things with Hollins. It's different. And yeah, and for the new school, a little segue here. Let's move out to the Warriors in the <laughs> West because they end up losing that game to Milwaukee after a really tough one in Boston. Yeah, and they come right back out last night and they beat the Suns. They just absolutely demolish them, one twenty eight to one hundred one, and. I don't think I don't take anything away from that loss to the Bucks. I think no, look, I think that happens. You're playing a, a seven game road trip, ridiculous road trip. The seventh and, of seven on the road. Yeah, it's just you know, and and no Clay Thompson or you know Clay was hurt. He was hurt. He was you, know, you could he was clearly not. Hurt. Like, yeah, you know, guys, point. guys are look. Yeah, Barnes is out. I think the streak almost like going into Christmas Day. I know my roommates at Cavs saying he's like, oh, we're gonna beat them. We're gonna beat. Them. Okay, all right, yeah. whatever. The streak, they wanted to keep the streak alive, but you could tell it was weighing on them. Yeah. You could tell now I think they were just, talking about that's it. That's what too, I'm saying. Yeah. Look, it, mentally, physically, you want it you want to keep something going for so long and you, you use all your energy on it. Yeah. And you need to use your energy on playing the game of basketball to win the game you're playing that night, not to kind of keep a streak alive. And for them, I think you almost saw it last night. They were relieved. Yeah. That look, right. they were playing freer. They were playing yeah. less, you know, tight. I mean, yeah. and, and guys are making shots and be, being back at Oracle always helps. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. You know? It's funny. I, I mean, I watched the end of that Bucks game, and it was one of those times where Steph cut, took, I think, two or three threes very late in the game. Right. And it would have changed the dynamic of the game if he hit him. 
and most of the time they're going to go down, and they didn't. Like, I mean, That's just, always going to happen. Yeah, so the, especially tired leg after the double t- overtime. Absolutely. Game. And yeah. Look, the the Warriors didn't take too kindly to the way they that the Bucks celebrated. Yeah. Um, Carter Williams was throwing down a dunk, staring down the Golden State bench, yeah. and Draymond came out and said, "You know, Mike, you just lost your starting." Role, yeah. So I mean, and you're coming back to <laughs> Golden State to yeah. play us, so it's going to be right. fun. It's good. Absolutely, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And now they're sitting at ten and seventeen, and it doesn't look like they have high hopes for the playoffs. No. The teams that are ahead of them, and even I mean, Washington's right down that range. A lot of those teams easily could stay over the Bucks or get over the Bucks, and uh, they got to focus on what their their development. I think J-Kid. sometimes J Kid, yeah. <laughs> I mean, sometimes they're kind of they're undisciplined, and I, it kind of starts with Jay Kidd because he starts out, he gets tossed out of a game. He's he's a clown. He is. He really is. Yeah. Did yeah. you guys the other night though? He, I think it might have been last night. He criticized a couple of the guys because they went out to the strip club the night before a game, came yeah. back, calling them unprofessional. They're they're a team that will be good in, in the next few years, and they have some amazing talent there. But yeah, still they do. Have, it's crazy. Yeah. You know, yeah, you look at their roster, their talent. It's like wow, they should be a lot better. They should, right? And, yeah. and they will be, but I, they need to put it together. And right. yeah, J.K. needs to. I think they're figuring out Monroe, the and they're yeah, still trying to figure yeah. out the rotations. I think Henson should probably play more because they want to do those. Yeah, those look, long I mean, I'm a Carolina arms. basketball guy, so yeah. you know, I have a soft, a soft spot for Henson. But yeah, I mean, know. he can he can change a game. Yeah, he, I mean, last year he played very well. He can't teach size, man. No, he yeah, he really can't. And he's got those long arms. Yeah, he blocks a lot of shots when he's in there. And they are they're trying to assemble that team with like the longest arms in the league. Which is devastating on <laughs> yeah, defense. Right. I mean, Giannis. Yeah, he's, oh, he's, he's so fun. He's, he's so yeah. fun. Yeah, uh, uh, he's one of my favorite guys to watch right now. Absolutely. Oh yeah, for oh, sure. Absolutely, for sure. Yeah, but uh, also in the West, we got the Spurs. Who, Woo! Christian? I think uh, I think you want to say something about these guys. They Look, were... I mean, all the attention on Golden State, and San Antonio has what five losses all year. Yeah, um, they just continue to win. They're like New England. Yeah, like twenty-two every, and five every single year. I mean, they're tied for the second best record, or they have. The, they think they have the second best record in the NBA. Yep. And they're just rolling. The addition of Lamarcus Aldridge will be huge come playoff time. Tim, Manu, Tony. If these guys are healthy, Golden State knows they don't want to play them in the playoffs. Yeah, and they're getting their rest too. Kawhi, I mean, yeah, against Tyler Philly, Meyer, Kawhi. yeah, Kawhi, Kawhi's been amazing. Amazing. But against Philly, they rest their starters, and they still win by fifty-one. It's crazy. So I mean, Pavich always picks the right places, and those guys. It's not one of those times where you're bringing in the though. bench players. They oh, are. Yeah. They're a machine. You yeah. bring in the bench players, then you're not getting the same kind of productivity, or they're not playing as hard because they're not in with the other guys. They still play all out. Pavich is just. A basketball genius. Oh, 100%. Yeah, I mean, he did even last night. Tim Duncan sat against the Wizards. The yeah. Wizards are they're yeah. a better team than the Sixers, and even still the Going Spurs 20, roll. Yeah. That, that team's just yeah. so deep that they put together, and they do it year in and year out, and it's pretty amazing to see because usually teams have to go through some kind of rebuilding stage. Yeah. And, like, because we, we know that uh, Duncan's probably done after this year, and right. Parker's on his way out in the next few years, I would think. He's probably got a little bit of time left, but, yep. like, Kawhi Leonard comes in. I'm, MVP candidate once again continues to play well, and then you get Lamarcus Aldridge. It's and the interesting thing is the other guy they signed they signed Danny Green in the offseason yeah. four years forty five. He's yeah. had a really bad year so far, right? But so I think he, it's part. I, yeah, if he gets going, I think part of the reason uh, he's not playing well is this: have so many weapons. I think it's very it's hard tough to get for him a rhythm. To find. Yeah. yeah, it's hard to get in a rhythm, and he's totally a rhythm guy. I mean, we saw that finals oh, against the Cavs God. when he's just raining threes. Right. right. So I, I mean, I think. Even when Tim Duncan retires and Manu's gone, I think he's a guy that can step in and still take them Look, to the next level. It's crazy to think about when 
the big three retires, they're still going to have Kawhi, who's an MVP candidate, and yep. Marcus Aldridge, who's one of the best big men in the game. Right. Like you said, with a Danny Green, with a Patty Mills. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Like, it, they're it's just going to keep rolling. They'll keep drafting. Yeah, like, you keep, know yeah. it. And then it's just, all right, you got yeah, it, Spurs. Right, go ahead. Right, whatever. Right. Yeah, and I'm sure they have some kind of plan because Popovich has said that he and Duncan are probably going to go out at the same time. Right. I'm sure they have somebody in mind that they're going to bring in, and 100%. it's just going to continue. 100%. It is. I, you said the Patriots. It's like the Patriots. Yeah, it is. Literally. It's exactly you like know, that. I mean, they, they are just a culture they've instituted a culture of winning mm-hmm. and they just do things their way and they don't care you know look the new school of basketball with the warriors they played small against miami and mm-hmm. you know it's kind of like we look at the warriors and all we're, we're in awe by all those threes but in the finals before pop went small with boris Diaw at the five and they yeah. shredded miami right they shredded them that's true yeah ball movement like i've never seen in my 21 years yeah. on this earth. Well, that's the, that lineup with uh, Manu and Boris that comes in and Patty Mills. Right. I was reading a Zach Lowe article. This is probably oh, Zach Lowe's week great, and a half. He is great. He's, He's awesome. Great. And you're saying they lead the NBA in passes per possession yeah. by like an insane margin. Movie like, basketball. That, that, get yeah. the best shot. It's hilarious, it's, it, but it's, it, goes, it goes to fundamentals. Yeah, yeah, and it's them and it's them and the Warriors. Those two teams move the basketball the best. They have the most assists in the league, and they also lead in point differential. The Spurs yeah. just the other night moved ahead of the Warriors. Yeah, yeah. But those yeah. two teams, it's just unbelievable to watch. It's, uh, and yeah. it's crazy. And what they do, I, I'm... They blow my mind. They're, they're so good. No, it, it's yeah, it's it's breathtaking to watch. Yeah. It's it's really incredible. And uh, the thing is, I think the biggest pick. I know Lamarcus Aldridge is great. Yeah. I think arguably the biggest pickup for them is David West. Because yeah. I mean, yeah. they get him on barely any money for the year. He he turns down like twelve million dollars to come okay. play in San Antonio yeah. to go for a championship. And David West is a guy who, as recently as two years ago. Single-handedly kept the Pacers in, in a playoff series. series. Yeah, against Miami. Yeah, against Miami. He also kept them in the one uh, when they were down to the Hawks 3-2, when they were the one seed and the Hawks were the he eight. He played well in that Washington series. Washington. Yeah, he yeah. did. I mean, he is an absolute gamer, and I, I love watching David West play. I think he's got – He brings a he, toughness. He, totally, he brings yeah. a toughness. I totally came around early in his career when he's in New Orleans playing with Chris Paul. I wasn't his biggest fan, but now I watch him, and I, I'm always happy to watch that guy. He plays. He, his mid range jumper is amazing, and I think he's the perfect guy to have in that Spurs system. And he's very obviously selfless, and he he really he's happy to pass the ball. It's great. And what's so incredible, and we're talking about this in general for this year, but the Spurs, their legacy as a whole, like they've flown under the radar the whole time. Tim Duncan's a five time NBA champion. This guy, yeah. like when you really look at it, like. His career can compare to Kobe Bryant. They have the same he number of He is one of, of the best yeah. players of all time, and I'm going to— But you don't even, like, necessarily realize That's what it. I'm saying. Yeah. Tim Duncan is the best power forward to ever play the game. Yeah. And, I agree. You know, I'm with so, you. So, like— I'm with you. It's yeah. crazy. And you know what? It's funny. The year they win the championship, LeBron leaves for Cleveland. So they still don't dominate the headline. No. It's yeah. Just, right. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it, it's always going to happen. I mean, they're a smaller market, and yeah. they're always going to fly under the radar. But as we watch, I mean— they have Aldridge and Kawhi, I think, are just Superstar, a dynamic duo to have together. Dude, they have three future Hall of Famers with two current superstars. Two currents, yeah. <laughs> and, and again, they're under the radar at 22 As and we're talking about them, I think they might even be beating Golden State. I hear them <laughs> yeah. going to the finals in June. Yeah. Oh, my God. I See, that would be a great series. And they oh, Obviously, they lost this series. past, yeah. this yeah. past yeah. year to the Clippers. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, that was a crazy series Yeah, and then the Clippers well. go on to choke a 3-1 lead to Houston. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shots fired in here. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Oh man. Uh, we'll see. You really you think they're going to beat the Warriors in that in that series if they look, play? Look, look, nothing would surprise me. Yeah. Nothing would surprise. I do think Golden State, but look, 
Golden State is 24 or 25 and 1. 25. Yeah. They only have a four game lead in the West. Yeah. You know, they, they stumble here or there. So and it gets a lot closer. Yeah. Look, I mean, <laughs> yeah. But. Let's not forget that the Warriors are the reigning champions. Right, no, yeah. look, We look, just went look. over. The Warriors yeah. right. are the no. reigning champions. Athletically, it wouldn't even be a contest. The Warriors yeah. would dominate. And that's the thing we saw in that series, I believe it was two or three years ago, right. when it was Mark Jackson still coaching, right. and the and Warriors look, really gave, gave the Spurs a run for their money. We'll see. I mean, look, you'd have to say the favorite going in is Golden State, but if I'm a betting man, and I'm not saying I am or I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I'm not. But <laughs> I might even put some money on the Spurs because it's just yeah. like, okay, if they can steal one at Oracle, because they're not intimidated by the Warriors. Are you kidding yeah, me? Yeah, I know. That's you the know, thing. if they can steal one at Oracle and, and San Antonio kinda has a similar home court advantage. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, for sure. And let, let's keep it out west. We got only got a couple minutes left right. here. But uh I do want to talk about that Demarcus Cousins trade we Oof. mentioned a little bit yeah. before. And so their their p- potential from Sheridan Hoops, there's this report comes out that the Heat and the Celtics are both interested in Cousins. We've heard right. the Celtics for a long time. They're one of the most likely don't, uh, destinations because of um, all the assets they have, all the young players they have. And uh, another report from CBS Sports today did say that the Celtics haven't talked to the Kings recently. There was a trade on the table at the uh, during the draft right. that didn't go through. It was just an absolute bounty for the Kings. I'm surprised that it didn't end up happening. But uh, I, I don't know. I, I think – the better landing spot for him would probably be the Celtics. I think the Heat, because the Heat trade would involve Hassan Whiteside and Justice Winslow. But if, if I were the Kings, I might go for that deal, if, no. if that's actually on the table. See, you, I uh, like Justice Winslow a lot. I do, too. And I, I was watching Whiteside and Winslow last night in Brooklyn, and they both were phenomenal. And Winslow was knocking down, like, deep threes, which yeah. was really impressive, because you didn't see that as much of a part of his game in Duke. Like, he hit Yeah, he it was hit only some. in the tournament yeah, that we started seeing it. he hit some. Yeah. But, like, last night, like, he looked like a three-point shooter from the corner. He was just spotting up, and they were yeah. giving it to him and knocking him down. But if you're the Kings, why would you want Whiteside? I, there's no point. Well, they're White, one of the teams that White could Side. pay him. It was just one of the they, things. They could, but they could And that's pay the thing. Him. The Heat cannot end up paying him, and that's why uh, they right. want to make and a deal. They can't, but, like, I guess like you get him just to hope that you can convince him to come stay in Sacramento. That's the For, thing. Is yeah. playing in Sacramento, <laughs> like, is that going to be convincing? I think no. if, I'm, <laughs> yeah. if I'm Sacramento, I almost don't yeah, want right. him to come see what it's like before he signs. Before, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Because, like, yeah, I don't know. I think you got to get picks if you're Sacramento, and, like, no matter what, that's all yeah, you Yeah, maybe make it a, three, a three-team trade, but... I think the guy I would want in this is definitely Justice Winslow. I yeah, think his oh, yeah. potential is just through the roof. I know, and that's interesting that it's these three teams because the Celtics are a team that tried really aggressively to trade up to number 10 to get to, to the to Hornets pick him, yeah. to pick him, uh, but it didn't, it didn't end up happening. The Heat or tried to trade up to nine, it was, yeah. and the Heat had picked him at 10. Look, I think you're right in that Cousins would fit in well in Boston, but I think Miami, if they really want to compete with Cleveland, yeah. is like one player away. Yeah. Yeah, you know, and, and I think that you know Wade and Bosch are great, and Winslow and Whiteside are good complements. But if you get a Boogie Cousins in there without losing those two, which is yeah. near impossible, but if somehow you were to finagle it the way that Cousins would ultimately land in your lap without giving up anything, mm-hmm. and that, that would be dangerous. And that allows yeah. Bosch, who's really a true four, right. but the last four. few years yeah. has yeah. kind of had to play down five, low. Yeah. So if you get Bosch out on the perimeter, we he can Crazy, go and use yeah. that jumper, and you got Boogie down low. That would be that, one of the best be starting lineups in the league, oh, if yeah. not the best. I mean, I'm thinking about that now. You look at it, that's that's incredible. You have Drogic or Drogic, uh running that pick and pop with Bosch, and then you have you have Wade in there when he's healthy. That's and that's just a crazy. He dropped lineup. 28 last night. Dwayne Wade's been playing well, and if he can stay healthy and come playoff time, I think the Heat, especially and getting Cousins, I think would allow them 
to rest guys a little bit more too because you have another dynamic athlete and score because Cousins is a guy you can just give the oh, ball yeah. to him and say go score 30 and he, right. he'll do it for you. Yeah. So if you can do that, Dwayne Wade can rest like he wanted to and like he did when they had LeBron. Yeah, that'd be, it, it, that'd be, it'd be fun. Yeah, it would be fun. And I mean, they'd have him till I believe the 2017, 2018 season. Yep. That'd be a lot of Two years. years of, after for, this year yeah, too. So. Right. So If they can keep D-Wade. If, right. And uh, I don't even think, I mean, they have that that tight-knit family unit down there. But I really think he's kind of fallen off. I think they could do better spending that money elsewhere. I don't think they will, but I I just I don't see him contributing as much as uh, they would like. I, I, I see him getting Eli-type money, you know, just yeah. like, oh, we'll, we'll pay Appreciation you for what, for what, what you've did. done. Yeah. Like, we'll give you that big max contract for the next yeah. four years and enjoy it. Christian, you guys even <laughs> say that? <laughs> Man, we're a lot of this shots is, fired in really, the studio today. Champion, that was uncalled for. Two championships for them. Yeah. I think the competitive. What, what a way to bring it all around. This is awful. Well, yeah, yikes. Listen, Ouch. listen, David, enjoy Kirk. I hope he can have the same amount of success. <laughs> Look, I mean, Eli's tied, Eli, Eli's tied for fourth in the league in touchdown passes. I'm just saying. Yeah. NFC yeah. East champions, Redskins, calling it now. Oh, Bold. Let's go. We're ready to have a fight in here, so I think we're going to start wrapping this thing up. We got the Redskins fan and the Giants fan here just going at it. So Yeah, good Brock last week. That was that was a great performance. Yeah. Brock. Hey, he did have a good performance. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah. All right. All right. We're, that, doing that, that. we're doing NFL Friday now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're really busting into it. All right. Yeah, NFL Friday, if you want to hear that, you can check it out tomorrow. Christian O'Hare will be on that one. Tyler Pierre will be there as well. But, yeah, you know, shameless promo here. Uh, guys, you have any last thoughts before we wrap it up? We really got to get out of the studio. Um, go Spurs, go! I don't, I don't yeah, know. look, I, I I like the Warriors. I love Steph Curry. I love Clay Thompson. But that series, I think people are going to be heavy on Golden State. And look, th- we are so far away from that. Yeah. Um, last year, I wanted to see that really badly, and that's why I kind of like have a bad taste in my mouth for the Clippers because yeah. like, <laughs> that, that series was so good. Yeah. Um, but look, if we get the treat of seeing that this year, I think it's going to be a classic series. I agree. Yeah, easily seven games. Absolutely. I mean, six or seven games, and yeah. I don't think there'll be a single one that's not entertaining. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. Dave, you got anything for um, us? I mean, this is to the Warriors, but just cannot express the excitement that I have for Christmas Day with yeah. the Cavs and the Warriors. Oh, game. that is coming out. We're, we're, we're not going to be doing this until after that. Sitting but on my couch. That game yeah. is going to be phenomenal. Yeah. I mean, it's a shame that the streak didn't isn't alive right, going into be, it. But J- I mean, J-R I still Smith think said he I'm wanted still... it to go until right. then. Yeah. So I think they all did. So he could break it. Yeah. And. Yeah, I want to see exactly. I was with you guys. I, I want to see that thing stay alive so that they, they would play that game and it would be the Cav rematch of the finals. But I think they'll still get almost as many fans now as they would have before because I think these are just, these two teams are so much fun to watch. Oh yeah, look, I mean, I I think these are the two probably best teams in the NBA, um, and I think that you know we're gonna get a treat. At yeah, basketball. I hope Kyrie's really back are. by then Absolutely. because there was there was the rumor that he would be back today. But uh, he'd he, probably be back by then. I think be. he'll be he back by be. then, yeah. and it's a week I, from, I do want to yeah. see that. Yeah, so we'll see. We're getting there. Yeah, we Christmas are. Eve is a week it's away. Crazy. The, the, the unofficial official start, start of, of the NBA. Yeah. Oh man, the year has flown by. All right, guys, that's it for David Ballard and Christian Hare. This was great, man. I, Christian, thank you. The debut was hey, good. I appreciate it. This <laughs> was a lot of fun. Did you have, have a good time? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, good deal. That's what I like to hear. All right, guys, thank you very much. All right, we'll be back possibly for a Monday podcast next week, the twenty first. And, uh, yes, check out the website. And uh, thank you for listening.